It's Pi Augustine, your Division One candidate for Ipswich. My plan is for a community that is vibrant and attracts world investment, a community that is connected with the state-of-the-art transport system, a community that cares for our people and environment at a time of need. Division One needs a councillor that has the energy and motivation to get things done. A community champion. Find out more about me on my Facebook page, Pi Augustine for Division One. This ad was approved by Pi Augustine candidate. Ipswich deserves strong and stable leadership you know you can trust. I'm Mayor Teresa Harding, and as your Mayor, Ipswich is once again a city that businesses are proud to invest in and families love to call home. To keep our city moving forward, I'm committed to reducing cost of living pressures, expanding our road and transport networks, delivering more for our suburbs, and boosting investment in grassroots sports in our community. So vote one Teresa Harding for Mayor for sustainable growth for Ipswich. Authorised by T Harding, 264 South Station Road, Raceview. Coming up, COVID continues to take its toll on the performing arts in Ipswich. A timely report reveals the true extent. There is some hope for performing arts in the immediate future, but a return to normal is still a long way off. And what you need to know about this month's meeting of Ipswich City Council. It's Sunday, October 18, 2020, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. It's no secret performing arts and events have suffered under COVID, including the inability to present shows with a full house at Ipswich Civic Centre. Many shows have been delayed and rescheduled a number of times. Council's Head of Community and Cultural Services, Don Stewart, detailed the grim news and the numbers to the October meeting of the Community, Culture, Arts and Sport Committee. I felt it timely and important that uh, as a council we uh, understand the impact of the COVID-19 on the performing arts and to a lesser degree the events sector within council. Um, to say that it, it probably goes unnoticed, unfortunately, uh, the, 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 the true impact that um, the restrictions have applied to our ability to deliver a cultural uh, activity for the residents of Ipswich. Um, the paper details some very high-level information with regards to number of people that would impact upwards of 39,000 people in a 12-month period. Well, the best part of the last six months, that's around about 20,000 people haven't been able to uh, partake in performances at the Civic Centre. Um, we have undertaken significant local uh, effort to try and stimulate the performing arts uh, uh, performers, uh, especially through Studio 188, which is really focusing on our local content uh, and giving them an opportunity to be a little bit more stage ready, stage friendly, uh, but also give them that, uh, that outlet to uh, do what they do best and enjoy best, which is performing. Um, 18 of, of 20 uh, activities that went through the studio were local content and they were mainly youth oriented um, and they were all um, very, very pleased to be given that opportunity to perform during the last six months and it's great to see uh, and in fact we, uh, we've featured them previously, they're still living here in Ipswich and they're still wanting to perform in Ipswich so credit to those particular people. Uh, I would just like to highlight that uh, unfortunately the Civic Centre is uh, really uh, going to be challenged 
through end of year and potentially through to the end of next year with regards to our capacity. Uh, we do have a, a full seating capacity of 763, but right now under the COVID restrictions, it's down to 356. Uh, that is applying the industry approved uh, safe distances between seats in what we've uh, called a checkerboard pattern. So you will see very odd seating in that room. The flow on effect of that is obviously I can't attract uh, high-end uh, interstate at this stage uh, performances, uh, i.e. I'll just take the example of comedians who always sell out. Um, Jim Owen, for example, was scheduled to perform uh, we, in September. We put him back to the end of November. We've now put him back into March 21. Uh, reason being, uh, he wants to max the capacity and max what he can earn from that performance. Uh, so we, we are not being confronted that, by that situation irregularly. It is an ongoing and regular challenge for us. What you will see as a result is our continued efforts to try and program locally and intra, bearing in mind that obviously the, uh, the larger the uh, profile of the performer, the greater opportunity we have to sell more tickets to our facility. I would also say that uh, from an economic point of view, uh, we're not driving income into the, to the city, but we're also seeing the, the impact on our staff. Um, I think of the 25 casuals that we did have on the books prior to COVID, we only had maybe three or four back on a regular basis. Uh, until business improves to a, a more you know, sensible level, that will be the norm. Uh, looking forward into next year, as I said, the capacity could well still be in place through end of 21. We are working with our industry body and Stage Queensland and uh, Arts, uh, Arts Queensland and obviously the uh, Queensland health bodies to try and re relax those restrictions. Um, obviously, it's it's uh, really is biting into our industry, the performing arts industry in particular. From the same meeting, Councillor Andrew Fechner. Where there are identified gaps in the programming, uh, particularly be particularly between now and say January or February, um, if if there are if there are particular dates that aren't booked um, by anyone at all, are we thinking creatively about you know what? what other levers we can pull to potentially attract maybe a small community group um, that might have something in their back pocket, say in the last two months they've put on a show, um, they might want to um, re you know, revive the season and put it on at the Civic Centre. Don Stewart. Without a doubt, uh, the programming team for both uh, the Civic Centre and the studio are looking at opportunities to engage and re-engage. Um, we obviously look at every inquiry that we receive with regards to the performance um, to see whether it fits and has that opportunity to, to be on stage. We're in regular contact with all of our dance schools, for, for example, mm -hmm. coming up to Christmas, who, generally speaking, occupy the last three months of our year. Yep. Um, unfortunately, some of them, without income for the past six months, can't afford to mount their productions, uh, despite us providing very favourable uh, and community-friendly rates and, and also assistance. So I, I do make that very clear that we are probably going above and beyond in the current economic circumstances to, to accommodate their requirements. Um, but there is a, a very, very big challenge for these mm. local community groups to mount their productions due to the restrictions they also face with social distancing yeah, and rehearsals sure. and what have you. We've offered the studio as a rehearsal space um, on very, very you know, easily uh, self-accessed and departing um, manner. Yeah. And we've had a couple of youth bands come through and pick up the keys, go in there, have their jam for an hour and a half or two hours, lock up and walk away. And they've been very, very thankful for that ability to come together in a safe space, mm. do what they want to do, and, and not have the, the huge cost impost that may have been present in other venues around uh, the local area. Mm.
Like most businesses, Ipswich Civic Centre is experiencing a significant loss of revenue this year. Mayor Teresa Harding highlighted the numbers. We've forecasted we've lost about 1.1 million in revenue from this. And I also note a number of casual staff have been, have been stood down on this as well. Um, obviously council isn't um, able to access JobKeeper under the... So hopefully those people will be able to access JobSeeker or other, or other employment. Just, just notice the, the impact it has on, on local jobs. The October committees have all met and their recommendations go to the full meeting of Ipswich City Council Thursday, October 22 at 9am. Will there be further developments or decisions about the resumption of land to improve and widen Champions Way at Willowbank? A new council-funded Ipswich Tourism Exceptional Experiences program hopes to boost local tourism through granting financial assistance of up to $10,000 per business. A report to Council suggests there's been an average of 1.3 million visitors to Ipswich per year since 2015, according to Tourism Research Australia. While impressive, this doesn't always translate to bookings for accommodation. In a future podcast, I'll take a closer look at how Tourism Research Australia comes up with these numbers. The long-established Ipswich Plan levy continues to deliver important environmental benefits for the community with council earmarking it by a significant parcel of bushland in Woolshed, on the western edges of the city. And a number of applications for concessional rates are up for adoption, including one which may prove controversial. Council meeting agendas, officers' reports and minutes are available online through council's website. And meetings are live-streamed on council's YouTube channel. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. If you like what you hear, please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au.